Welcome to the TPS 5 for the week of May 4th through May 8th. TPS 5 is a weekly recap of the latest in marketing, communications, and digital healthcare news, as curated by the expert hosts of the Touchpoint Media Network. To learn more about Touchpoint Media, visit us online at touchpoint.health. Our lead story today is from ICT and Health and is entitled COVID-19, Digital Health Literacy is a Key to Saving Time, Costs, and Lives. The outbreak of coronavirus has reinforced the importance of health literacy to public health. More than a third of populations are at risk for having problematic health literacy, and people with low health literacy are more vulnerable to contracting COVID-19. In the light of the pandemic, new innovations have been introduced to increase digital health literacy, enabling them to seek, find, understand, and use health information from multiple digital sources. First, telemedicine. As we know, many primary care clinics have introduced the implementation of video consultations to help manage treating patients. These online consultations have helped to enhance the digital infrastructure and transform the service delivery of the health system in just a short time. In addition, a plethora of apps that have been developed to support patient-specific needs have been deployed. The coronavirus app, for example, provides an up-to-date overview of the cases worldwide. In addition, group video platforms have been on the rise, such as Zoom, Skype, and even the House Party app, which engages people socially while they are staying home during the pandemic. Another digital application used to support health literacy are online chatbots. For example, one labeled Sophie from MD Live is packaged as a digital robotic human tasked with educating people on coronavirus. Designed as a free public health advisor providing updates on the latest virus news and guidance, it also offers real-time advice on how to stay safe based on trusted information from the CDC, the World Health Organization, and the National Institute of Health. Other chatbots have been launched on hospital websites to help guide visitors to seek out the right information when seeking care. Implementing artificial intelligence solutions means that people can get access to thousands of trusted answers. These chatbots are considered always-on, regardless of demand, and can be accessed through multiple digital channels, websites, social media, apps, at any time. And lastly, there are data donors, which build on people's power and wisdom of crowd studies, designed to capture the symptoms and the lived experiences of people during this time of the outbreak. Specific examples include Faster Than Corona in Europe or Beat COVID-19 in Australia. By asking people to donate personal data and time to support these public health initiatives, these studies aim to provide new insights about the coronavirus by tracking and the development of the outbreak while at the same time guiding people to sources of trustworthy information such as official corona websites and hotlines. Previously, these elements were developed and implemented by digital stakeholders within health system organizations and or third-party digital vendor partners. Now there is a push from healthcare professionals and patients to use digital more intensively to support health and healthcare. And these solutions are attempting to embrace the concepts of digital health literacy as a way to support saving time, costs, and lives. Yet there is still work to be done that requires a dignified and systematic approach from the public and private sector to match people's health literacy needs by making information immediately accessible, understandable, and applicable. And it's not understated that there exists an infodemic on the intranet of misinformation, which is shockingly on the rise. This poses a severe threat to people's health and safety when it comes to the spread of fake health news. 
By widespread adoption of these tools, we can empower people with health literacy tools that promote health behaviors in their local communities, as well as in their digital communities. You can read more about this in our show notes. Other headlines from this week. On Dr. Brian Vardavidian's 33 Charts website, he posted a blog entitled, Doctors Need a Web Space to Call Home. For years, Brian has argued that doctors need web spaces to park their ideas, and that place should be relatively permanent, a place where they can make their digital home base. But as he points out, even now, not many doctors maintain their own websites. And while they embrace social media, most notably Twitter, the problem is these are fleeting platforms. Despite what we tell ourselves, Twitter is not a place for archiving our best thinking. Read his blog to hear more of his thoughts. Harvard Business Review published an article entitled Digital Transformation is About Talent, Not Technology. In it, they indicate that they expect digital transformation to be an even bigger imperative for organizations in the short-term future in transitioning to a post-COVID-19 world. But, they say, contrary to popular belief, digital transformation is less about technology and more about people. You could pretty much buy any technology, but your ability to adapt to an even more digital future depends on the developing the next generation of skills, closing the gap between talent supply and demand, and future-proofing your own and others' potentials. M-Health Intelligence featured an article that indicates the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services has once again expanded telehealth and M-Health reimbursement during the COVID-19 crisis, including coverage for more care providers and services delivered by audio-only phones. The April 30th announcement announced directives aimed at allowing the healthcare industry to use connected health platforms and tools to improve access to care. The document, the second of its kind to be issued in the past two months, is in force only as long as the COVID-19 emergency is in place. And lastly, we invite you to tune in to this week's Data Point podcast, in which host Greg Matthews interviews Mariam Sadegui, PhD CEO and co-founder of Meta Optima, about how dermatology has gone from being a digital laggard to a digital leader over the last 10 years, and how a startup company can make such a huge impact so quickly. Check the link in the show notes to find out where you can hear more. And that's it for today's TPS5. If you like the latest in healthcare news and want it in a readable format delivered to your inbox, be sure to subscribe to our e-newsletter, The TPS Report, which is available on the Touchpoint Media website at touchpoint.health. Plus, you can learn more about all the podcasts on touchpoint.health. Stay safe. Happy National Nurses Week to all the frontline care providers helping our patients to stay safe and healthy. We are indebted to your actions and care. Thank you for all that you do. Talk to you next week.